the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, Rob Slagle from SNS Tires, three West Valley locations, one in Peoria, one in Surprise, and one on Dysart Road just south of the I 10. I think they call that Goodyear. It is the city of Goodyear. All righty. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. At Quality Transmission, they don't have different grades of repair. You're always going to get their best effort. They're not the cheapest guys in town, and they're not the most expensive guys in town, but they're the best guys in town. 90% of their business is from repeat customers or referrals from repeat customers. They're a member of the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association, and so even though they only have one location, they can offer a nationwide ATRA warranty through the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association. They've been serving the East Valley since 1977, so if you need transmission work, you need somebody to drive with you, you want to show them a symptom, you need someone to check out a vibration, they'll drive your car and talk to you for free at Quality Transmission on McClintock North of University in Tempe. Okay, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about the sticker real quick and then we're going to go straight to the phones. There's three places the inflation is on most cars. It's on the door, it's in the owner's manual, and then it's on the tire. What do you, if someone says to you, what do I put in it? What do you tell them? I go to the door first. Okay. I agree. If if there's nothing on the door, then probably the owner's manual and if it's not in the owner's manual then the tire, the yeah. maximum inflation of the tire. You and I agree on that. Yeah, I, think. I like the maximum inflation. I I, I don't. It, this isn't something I came up with. A tire expert told me this, and it made so much sense. He says y- you got the sticker that says thirty, but the tire's a thirty-five pound. I like to put thirty-five in it because he says people hit potholes and the rim cuts the sidewall, but a fully inflated tire doesn't do that as often. I guess is the answer. He says you get better fuel economy with tires that are pumped up to maximum. They run cooler. And heat is is a death knell for a tire, he says. And the only negative about running it is the is the stiffness of the ride. But I want to tell you something. I've driven lots of cars, and that I have put maximum inflation, and I can't tell the difference. No. Not for three or four pounds. So the default for me, and I think for you too, is is if you just don't know or can't find it, then on the side of the tire it says maximum inflation is 35 pounds, 44 pounds, 60 pounds, whatever it says. Cold. That's the tire. That's the number that you could use if you just don't know any other place. Don, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? Dave, Dave, good morning to you. You're number two. How can I help you? Uh, I want to know what you felt about sleeving an engine. Um, we sleeve engines. Is there an overheating problem? Uh, any downside to it at all? Not that we know of. If it's done right by somebody who's not doing it for the first time, 
and you're using a seasoned gray-haired guy that's been sleeving cylinders for a very long time, then there is no downside. Okay. I've sleeved. Now, keep in mind, the piston's going to move up and down in the portion of the sleeve that's not, you know, it, otherwise the piston's going to move up and down in the sleeve. Right. So where we attach it on the top and where it hangs out on the bottom and where it's put inside that old cylinder, there's no harm, no foul. We're not going to move the sleeve. That's for doggone sure. Right. But no, I I I I have sleeved motors before. I have um I don't know that I've done one of mine, but I've done customers and I certainly wouldn't do it if there was a risk that I was going to have to do it over again. So the answer is yes. Uh is there any particular cylinder wall thickness that would be a minimum? Well, that comes with all the information that you're going to use. So the cylinder's been damaged. And so they're going to have to take it back down to a stock piston or not an overbore. So let's say that they're going to put a 30,000 sleeve in there or a 40,000 sleeve, and then that piston's going to go back to the same size as all the rest of them. But maybe it's already been bored by 10. So if they take it up 40, then they take 10 back. Now they're 30, and everything is okay. Yeah. So that's, that's a decision that's made by the machine shop. Okay. All righty? I got, I got a comment about your tire pressure. I don't remember what vehicle it was, but... I pumped up the tires, probably you know, up to the maximum on the tire, and man, the handling just was so screwy. I could hardly keep the car on the road. You're right. You're right. There are cars out there that are going to have little softer tires. They're going to have a, a bigger footprint, and they're going to drive like a, a Maserati. <laughs> and and when you air those up and you round out that tire, then it's a little squirrely. I agree yeah. with you, but that's a very small portion of tires. But you're right. You're exactly right. Thank you for bringing that up. You bet. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Martin, you're up next, buddy. How can I help you? Martin? Hello, Martin. Did we lose? All righty. Dave, we'll go to Dave number two. Dave number two, how are you today? What can we do for you? Well, um, I'm going to speak about the elephant that's in the room. Okay. And I told Rob I might call today. Okay. And I... I figure you're going to mention this later, but it should be sooner so people can call and and give their condolences. Okay. Bob Slagle, the, the dad <clears throat> and founder of S&S Tire, passed away on the 8th of May. And, and Bob is uh, the dad for Dan and Rob. Yes. And Rob is in the studio, so his father just passed away. And um, I was associated with S&S Tire for a long time, first as a customer, and then one day Bob called me and asked me if I would come and help out. And I ended up being there for several years, and I couldn't, I couldn't find a better box or a better person. The man was honest to a T. And he's one of those people that is sorely missed. Well, you, you speak for all of us. Um, Bob Slagle, uh, died, your dad died suddenly. Yes, he did. And uh, he went in for an oil change. <laughs> I mean, he, he he went in for some surgery. Right. And, um, and he Unplanned did, surgery. Yeah. And he didn't make it. Um you still enjoy the company of your mother? Oh, very much. And Dad, you know, I, I appreciate you calling, Dave. Um, I'm I'm here because I think Dad would have wanted me to be here. Um, I mean, we could be home 
you know, mourning or moping or whatever people do when they when they lo uh, lose somebody dear and near and dear to them. But um, I think Dad would have wanted me to be here, and that's why I'm here representing the company. And he taught my brother and I so many important things. He he, you know, we we didn't learn hunting and fishing from him, but he he taught us how to run a business. He taught us how to take care of customers properly and treat our employees like their family and um, that's all going to continue on. You, you, do you, in the, and that's exactly why when my wife, uh, we got an, an email from you that your dad had passed away. So my wife said, we've got Rob scheduled. That's the reason why I touched base with you is because if you didn't want to do the show, it was okay. But I appreciate it. And I think your dad, I think you're right. I think your dad would have wanted the show to go on, so to speak. There has to be a, a story, though, about your dad. <laughs> that, uh, you know, yeah. something that that um, that you you boys talk about, or you tell at family dinners, or something like that. Well, something that he did that uh, was. I'll I'll tell one that's real fresh. I don't want to be morbid or anything, but he went. We took him to ER. Um, would have been um, May fourth. We went into the ER because he was having uh, chest pains. May third was our fortieth anniversary. Okay. And we had a great day on May 3rd. We took 40th anniversary cakes out to the stores, and we were visiting with employees and reminiscing and just having a great day. We had lunch that day with um, myself, my brother, my mom, and my father. We had lunch, and just an awesome day. Well, the next day, um, he developed chest pain, so we, we took him into ER. We're sitting in the ER, and he said, um, he's laying in bed, and he said, boys, this is not the way I wanted to start our second 40 years <laughs> yeah. and uh you know that that meant a lot he he you know he was he was 76 years old and he worked literally seven days a week now he picked his battles and uh picked the times that he wanted to work but you know i got emails from him at eight o'clock saturday night and you know he just he worked around the clock whenever he felt that his business was his pride and joy and but he he came from a tire background he did. Um, he did. We again, we were in business 40 years, um, but you know, he came from a major manufacturer. They they uh, they had him uh, running one of their company-owned stores. Okay. So um, I think Dad had I don't know somewhere north of 50 years experience, 55 years experience. Looking back on everything. Okay. So he did he did he come? Where, where was your dad born? Where was he born and raised? Uh, he was born and raised in Sharon, Pennsylvania. Okay. And so w then did he get into cars shortly after you graduated high school or something uh, like that? No, I, it was one of those things where I think he just fell into it. He, he moved, uh, he, he actually, I don't want to bore people no, with all the no, details, no, but I'm interested. he was asked to drive a car to California Okay. Uh, as a favor. And he was planning on driving the car to California and hitchhiking back, you know, back then that's what they did. Well, he got to California. He said, Hey, this is pretty nice. I'm going to stay. <laughs> And he met my mom. Okay. She was an airline stewardess. And um, and he only hooked up with her because she could give him a flight home. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, he first was in banking. He first was in banking, and then um, he went to work for a tire company in California. And, he, you know, in this business, I think whether it's an auto repair or tires, you just uh, you just fall in love with it, and it's your passion. And so he continued uh, to, to be in the tire business and, uh, opened his own store and the rest is history. And so I have, uh, 
although it's a sad day, a uh, sad time, we are moving forward, and uh, that's the way Dad would have wanted it. He doesn't, you know, he didn't believe in moping or yeah. Or, yeah, I don't think any of us are ready to go when it's time to go. Um, I'll tell you, today I spent a whole bunch of time cleaning up my computer because of your dad. Okay. Yeah, because just I go, wow, I got a lot of files in here. So um, I just started querying certain things, and everything with this name on it I put into this file. And so all the horse stuff, anything named horse, anything that had the word horse, you know, and I and I was doing that kind of to, as I, as I sat there and thought about your dad. Did you and your brother raised get raised around tires and car repair yes we did yeah he yeah we started at a very young age again we started at the bottom cleaning bathrooms and putting tires away and and sweeping parking Sweep. lots yep yeah. picking my up kids, trash yeah, my kids were were brought up on a broom yeah. <laughs> and so but but i'm i'm you know uh there's no there's no words to bring you comfort but um you know uh, it, 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 I'm quite sure you and Dan are capable. He's groomed you to, 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 to continue the, the legacy and continue on. And I understand you and Dan have kids working there, too. We do. My, my oldest is a manager at one of our stores, so uh, tip, you know, thir- three generations. And um, um, we have family all, all, you know, all over the place. And, yeah. um, and, and even if your last name isn't Slagle and you're working for us, you're family. Yeah. So. No, that that's the way Bob was. That's the way Bob was. Well, God bless your mom. Well, um, we'll be back talking more about cars right after this. Larry Elder sees the liberal media at it again. The Washington Post has admitted that they put 20 reporters exclusively to dig up information on Donald Trump. I started to say dirt. Let's just say information on Donald Trump to do research on Donald Trump. How many reporters did they put on President Obama? Whether you call it media bias or whether you call it double standard or whether you call it selective outrage, that's what's going on here. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 8, right before Steve Dace at 11, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to 
to your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Rob Slagle is here from SNS Tire. Him and his brother, Dan, um, who just recently lost their son, their dad, Bob, um, are the... Uh, the hairs of parents. You guys are responsible for carrying forward the the family business, and uh, that's a good thing. Yes. And I'm sure you guys will handle it. I I know, you you and your brother Dan are very much like a couple of kids of mine. You're different. You both have different skills. Um, I don't know who's gets hotter faster or who gets hotter slower. I don't know who takes a deep breath before they say stupid stuff and who doesn't. But I do know. <laughs> I do know that one of you is one way and one of you is the other. You're right on that. And and it's the same way with my wife. My wife is known as Snow White, and I'm known as Jack the Ripper. (laughs) And so, you know, if you you get called to her office, you're going to get a hug. If you get called to my office, it ain't going to be pretty. <laughs> so, so the, you know, and but that's a balance. Everything balances out, right? It is. It is. Absolutely. It's exactly it. All right. Let's go to the phones. Martin, good morning. Martin, how can we help you? Yes. Uh, I have a 2004 Nissan Frontier. It's a four-cylinder. And I had an electrical question maybe you could help me with. Uh, the service engine light was coming on, and I needed to take it in for emissions, but uh, I had heard that, you know, you're not supposed to take it in until you get that cleared. So I took it to a repair shop I normally go to, the one of yours that you recommended. Okay. And um, uh, took it in. They did put it on their machine, checked for codes, and did a smoke test on it and found out that uh, it needed a... Uh, uh, Carbon canister and uh, a, a uh, what is it here? A uh, vent control uh, uh, or purge? Okay, purge, purge control. Valve. 
yeah, solenoid or vent solenoid or what have you. So I told them to go ahead and do the work on those, replace those, and uh, they had to order the parts uh, online or what have you. Got the parts in, uh, took, picked up the car. Well, they did have an issue with it, I guess. The car had originally uh, came from Illinois. Um, I've been in the Valley for two years now. I've had it for like seven years, even though it's a 2004. I didn't get it new. But it's been a great car. It's got 100. I have 185,000. It doesn't leak oil. It okay, still, okay. still runs well. Uh, but the issue is um, picked up the car, and after driving you know, almost back to my house about seven miles or so, the service engine light came back on. So I ended up taking it back in a code um, P... What is it? Uh, okay, I, I just want to ask you some questions, okay? Sure. Are both of these codes evaporative codes? Uh, y yes, I believe they are. They got the parts, they got it working, but a new code came up, and it's supposed to be an electrical code, P0447, okay. I think. And, and that happens sometimes on evaporative systems. On the evaporative system, the car's computer is to suck the fumes off the tank and burn them up front at the engine. So we're going to open valves, the purge valve. We're going to open and close valves. We're going to send those fumes through the canister, so forth and so on. It's not uncommon to end up with one code after the other. They should have laid the groundwork for that. In addition to that, even after they fix it, you're going to have to drive it five to ten days to reset the monitors on it so that you can pass emissions. You can't go through. You can't pick it up on Monday and go through the, the emissions on Tuesday because you're not going to pass. The monitors is a algorithm or a, a group of things that have to happen. So the car has to heat up and cool down three or four times. The car has to go 35 miles an hour for a little while and 55 miles an hour for a little while. So there's all these things that have to happen before the computer says, and it blesses the evaporative system and says, okay, I've seen everything I need to see. You're okay. Now the shop has a responsibility not to duplicate your charges. So the shop has a responsibility to go back in and do some more diagnostics. It's typically the diagnostics are secondary and not charged for if they're in the same code tree. But if you've got an evaporative code and now you have an O2 sensor code, those are two different issues. And those often and so will you fix a, a rich condition or a lean condition and then all of a sudden you have an O2 sensor code? That happens sometimes. Are you comfortable working continuing to work with the shop? Yeah, I, I think so. It's a, the question is that, well, they told me, you know, you need to dri drive it 30 or 40 miles before you do take, you know, so it can clear, uh, the, the, you know, since they had to clear everything on the computer system yes. or whatever. So are you saying that it needs, uh, so what I, I drove for that amount of time, I took it in, had it tested. Uh, they told me at the emissions place that it would, if it wasn't ready to be tested because it hadn't cycled through yet, it, the emissions place would pick that up and uh, it would just say not ready to test. Right. But they tested it. It did go. It said it was ready to test. They tested it, and it said yes. There's. Uh, it came up with saying that. Uh, where's the paperwork? It says uh, evaporative emission control system vent control circuit open. So I'm okay. assuming that's a, a short. Well, it, it, what it's saying is, is I'm, I want to pull a vacuum on the fuel tank, and I can't, so I'm guessing the vent is open. That's what it's saying. So we have to go look and see if the vent is open. If it's open, why is it open? Is the wire grounded? Is the switch grounded? Is the switch bad? Or is the, the electric solenoid, not electric solenoid, but the electric relay that's supposed to open and close the vent, 
is it okay or are we using vacuum to open and close the vent and if so is that circuit okay that's the responsibility of the shop mm-hmm. so it's uh, just it's it's you're not going to be late till you're late and right. uh, you're and I, I they're going to give you a piece of paper at the emissions control that's going to talk about monitors mm-hmm. read that piece of paper and my suggestion is is you need to drive it five to eight days every day in order to get the monitors to reset so okay. you, you failed because you had another code. The monitors had already been reset, but you failed because you had another code. So that code has to be addressed like the first one was. Okay, so then even though I drive it five to ten days, there's still this other issue that's an issue. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, the, so, that I mean, they when I took it back into them, they addressed that. And what, uh, because they also believe there was a grounding issue. Okay. Uh, and but the, But what they're telling me is that, it's going to take. It, they're suggesting because they also. Uh, I guess they had spoken. He said he had spoken with you guys and uh, another electrical place. You know, Salem Automotive, and they were saying that you know it could be anywhere in the whole electrical wiring harness, and that you could replace the wiring harness to find the problem. You know, it, it okay. Would... I, I, Martin, I can't. I can't. I can't second guess that kind of tr- that kind of process. Um, we we can't discuss that because we're not going to get anywhere. The proof of the pudding is you need to take it back to that shop. I don't care if it's one of mine or not. You need to take it back to them, and it's their responsibility to get it fixed. If there's additional parts, they need to let you know if they're going to be charging you for it or additional work. You've already paid once. It's not uncommon to have a second code. If it's the same code, there is no second charges, but on a different code, there is. That's industry standards. So you need to go to them. You need to give them a chance. Um, if they want to pass, you can say to them, is this something that you want me to go somewhere else on? And if they say yes, then you can either go to the dealer or you can pick another auto repair shop. What bothers me is is there's 40 people that work here. And I hear that a lot that we called Salem and they said this. And my staff's not allowed to do that. So I'm a little upset about that, but I'm not mad at you. I'm kind of mad at the shop. But nevertheless, you need to go back to them. Rob, you stay here. We're going to take a real quick break. And when we come back, Daniel, you're going to be our caller. So we're going to get to Daniel. And I've got 30 seconds before I'm supposed to stop talking. So I'm going to tell everybody about S&S, the one in Peoria. The one in Peoria is on Grand Avenue and uh, Thunderbird, right? Grand Avenue and 91st. 91st, that's it. I, I can't see that far uh, uh, on the wall there. Then we've got one on I-17 or on the I-10, which is Dysart Road South in Goodyear. Yep, correct. And then you've got one in Surprise. Yep. And that one is? Dysart and Bell. Dysart and Bell. So you're on the Grand Avenue corridor twice there, yep, within about, what, three or four miles? It's about, I think, four and a half, five four miles and a half. Okay. Yeah, something like All that. All right. And which one is your son at? Surprise. Surprise. He runs yeah. the one out of surprise. Yeah. Well, there's a good guy up there, as you as well know, Tom, Tom, Fletcher. Tom Fletcher. He's a friend of mine. And I, and that's the best part about you guys up there in that part of the country is you get along so dog. Oh, we get along well. with everybody. All righty. Well, there's we'll room be, for all of us. Yep. We'll be back right after this. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today 
while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair. The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. How would you like to make an extra $1,200 to $7,800 monthly safely investing in real estate tax lien certificates? Hi, I'm Tony Martinez, co-founder of USTLA, and over the last 20 years, I've been investing in tax lien certificates, making 16% to 25% secured fixed returns while acquiring highly discounted properties mortgage-free. Now, I want to show you how to with my 50-page revealing report called Proof Why Tax Lien Certificates Are the Superior Vehicle for Your Financial Success. In my report, you'll learn where to find tax lien certificates, how to safely earn 16 to 25% secured fixed returns, and how to acquire valuable real estate at huge discounts mortgage-free. Now, for a limited time, I'll give anyone that calls a free copy of my powerful new report. Call 800-621-9512 now to get Tony's free report. Call 800-621-9512 in the next 30 minutes, and Tony will give you two free tickets to his crash course, coming to the Phoenix area, a $300 value. Call 800-621-9512 for your free report now. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. We're going to talk about Larry Harker's auto real quick. He's been in town. He's been the longest guy I know, 1967, 38th Avenue Indian School. Bob and Ellen run Larry Harker's auto. They've been there a very long time. Ellen handles the front, and Bob handles the back. He is one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met. He certainly is in the top five of all the ones that I know of today. Bob at Larry Harker's auto is in the top five. 
He can fix cars. He, it's kind of way like waving a red flag in front of a bull. All you have to do is say to Bob, oh, ten other guys have tried and couldn't do it. And he just put drops his head just like a bull, and he says, just show me your car. He doesn't do it for free, but he does a good job. So if you're anywhere near the area of 38th Avenue Indian School, then Larry Harker's Auto Repair is a great place to go. Daniel, thank you for waiting. How can we help you? Yeah, Mark, uh, tire care, uh, ro- tire rotations. When you take your car in, should you get your wheels balanced every time you get a, a rotation? Rob, take it. I, I-, I would recommend it. Um, All four you know, or just I, the fronts? Well, that's uh, neither is wrong. Uh, the wrong answer. Um, you know, I I would I don't think I would pay for it every time. But if you bought your tires from somebody, they'll normally balance them for free. And uh, typically, what happens is you rotate them, then you're driving down the road a couple of days later, and then you've got this vibration that mystery, mysteriously appears. And that all could have been alleviated if they just ran them across the, the balancer. And uh, so we recommend it. If if not every time, maybe every other time. Tires don't go out of balance very often. Um, but, but they do throw weights. They do throw weights. They do or throw they, weights. Or they, as they wear, But, but as they wear, they get, you know, they could, and you're taking backs and put on the front and vice versa. So it's best to, if you have the program, they usually places where you buy all your tires, they will balance and rotate them for free. free. But you got to make sure and tell them to balance them. Yeah, you have to ask for it. It's not something that's going to be automatic unless you go in and mention, hey, I've got a vibration with that that popped up, and then they will automatically balance them. So, yeah, but it's better always to balance them then. I, I, th- I think so. I don't do mine every time, but I do mine every other time. Yeah. And, 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 and it's true that I agree with Rob that if you have the opportunity and if you have the wherewithal and if you have an agreement that you got free balancing with your tires to have them balanced every time, However, there's a symptom analysis here. So if the car is running smooth, and like Rob said, inevitably you're going to have them rotated on Monday and not balanced, and then two weeks on Monday you got a vibration. You would have probably picked that up two weeks before that with a tread separation and when you would have seen it when it was on the balancer. That doesn't happen very often, but there's a lot of shops out there that are going to say, hey, wait a minute, Mark and Rob, unless we have a symptom, you guys say don't do anything. And I have said that. And I say it to my staff, I don't want you to tell them that they need, you know, lower control arm bushings unless we have symptoms that go along with lower control arm bushing, which is a clunk when you take off and a clunk when you stop. So those are the kinds of things there is. So there's two trains of thoughts, but what's best for the customer, if they have the wherewithal and have the time, is to have them balanced every time. And as Rob said, and I'm, I'm with you, every other time is how I do it. Yeah. So. And it does take longer. It'll take, it, it turns a 15 or 30 minute job into you know, maybe close to 45 minutes or an hour. So it does take longer. Are you, um, have you got those, uh, that new Hunter balancer, the road floors? We do in all of our stores. It's an awesome machine. I have one more question. Okay. Uh, instead of worrying about the, the age of a tire, wouldn't it be best just to get new tires after a certain amount of miles you put on your tire? If it's like, you know, if in like four years you put 40,000. Okay, well, the issue, the issue is is that this in, the entire discussion is not driven by you and me. It's driven by engineers, lawyers, and tire makers and car makers. And so all of them have a different opinion. It would be nice if everybody drove the same amount of miles every year and we could just say, hey, at 40,000 miles, get rid of your tires, boom, 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 we're done. But that's not the world of life. We got Sun City, we got Awatuki, and we got East Mesa. That I've got customers that do 2,000 miles a year up to 9,000 miles a year, and so does everybody else. So it, and then we got experts out there that say that the depletion of oxygen in, out of the tire 
and the sun and the heat on the I-10 corridor is what makes all of you people 10 times more susceptible to having a blowout. And then there's guys in Minnesota that say that's not true because the people in Minnesota have just the same risk factor as the people in Arizona on Long I-10 from the Florida border to Santa Barbara on the I-10. So we have this huge discussion and everybody has their own agenda. But that's why I brought Rob in today is because we wanted to talk about what we do about our family's cars and what our customers' cars. And Rob and I are doing a good job of just drawing the middle out of that. So, you know, we are suggesting that six years you change your tires, regardless of the mileage, and I am taking the position that 10 years I'm not touching your tires anymore. I don't want to be responsible. Same thing for a boat trailer? On a boat trailer, it's a completely different animal. Um, There's no industry standards whatsoever. The problem with boat trailers has to do with with the guys that are driving the boat trailers doing 75 on a 65-mile-an-hour tire. That's a much bigger problem than an old tire on a boat trailer. See, I, bought, I had a boat once, well, a, a catamaran, but what, I, I got my new tires of Western Auto back then. Well, that was 150 years ago. I know, but they never <laughs> tell you how, how fast you can or not drive. You're right. You're right. You're right. I think if you look at the U-Haul trailers all over town, they have a maximum speed limit of 65 on them, and that kind of tells you that's what trailer tires are. Anyway, i got to run, okay. but thank you. Hey, and Rob, thank you for spending your, your day with me. I understand you have an appointment that you've got to get to. I thoroughly enjoyed it, Mark. Okay. I love your show. I listen to it. I'm a regular listener. I think uh, I think you do a great service for our community, and and in speaking uh, on behalf of the community, we appreciate what you do. Well, and thank you. And you and Dan are welcome. You, you guys can come in two, three, four times a year. I don't care. You guys can come sit down. We'll have as much fun as they let us. And when they call me and said, did you really say this on Monday morning? I say, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and we have it. Anyway, thank you. God bless you. And give my best to your mom. Thank you very much. All right. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com Seth Leibson here, and I need to tell you about something that's happening at Guns Etc., and there's no other place in the Valley where this could happen. Because Guns Etc. has literally thousands of guns and tons of ammo and accessories. For Memorial Day and Father's Day, they are having a savings event, and I'm being totally honest when I tell you there'll be discounts so low that the manufacturer will not allow them to advertise their prices. It's like visiting a small gun show with prices too low to be advertised. If you ever thought about stopping by, Guns Etc. is on Alma School, just south of Guadalupe and Mesa. Take it from me. Seth, it's worth the drive. You need a plan as you get closer to retirement. A plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Listen every weekday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My guest, Rob Slagle, has left the studio. He's on his way for an appointment. I think he said he had to be there at 12 or 1230, so we wanted to get him out of here so he could make his way to where he needed to go. IMM Imports... IMM Auto Service has been around Tempe since 1972. They're really close to ASU. They're on the northeast quadrant of of Tempe. So they're south of the 202 and just west of the 101. Why is IMM Auto Service a great place? Well, according to me, I'll tell you why. They prioritize their work. They offer you to-the-penny estimate. They perform only your authorized work. And they promise that will fix the symptom you brought it in for. They give you a great warranty. They have ASE master technicians. They work on domestic vehicles and most imports, but they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So you want to know what those are? These are the cars that make young technicians want out of our industry. Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. Those cars are not made like Chevy, Fords, Hondas, and Toyotas. Those cars are just weird. But IMM Auto Service can fix and diagnose those cars better than anybody I know. I send those kinds of cars to IMM Auto Service because they're so doggone good. Tempe, south of the 202, just west of the 101, IMM Auto Service. Been around a long time and a great place to go. When we talk about tires, the issue with tires is is that the government, we look to the government to help us create industry standards. Because industry standards in the auto repair industry are typically made by people who have a dog in the fight, people who have an axe to grind, people who stand to gain financially. Now, we've got the attorneys, the attorneys that don't necessarily want any kind of expiration date on a tire, and here's why. If you have an expiration date on a tire that says it expires January of 2016 and the tire blows out afterwards and perhaps kills people because the tire expired January of 16, then that eliminates a lot of your ability 
to sue the tire manufacturer, the car manufacturer, and the shop that last touched your tires because the tire expired. On the other hand, the tire companies, in Mark's opinion, they want an expiration date on there because studies have clearly showed that if we expire tires based on time, that it's going to increase our tire sales by a third <laughs> because 20% of the tires out there today are already too old right now. So they say that a third of the tires would he, would he be off the road right now if we would have put an expiration date on them. So everybody has an agenda, and the reason why I wanted to bring SNS Tire in and I wanted to bring Rob Slagle in is because it is very confusing, and each one of us has a decision to make. There's two camps. We talked about this earlier. Camp number one is that at six years, we need to, there's two camps in the six-year time frame. Some of the people say at six years, you're gone. I don't want your tires on there. You need to put new tires on there. There's a, another portion of that same camp that says we should warn our customers that they should start planning for a new set of tires when the tires are six years old. Then you got other people who say, wait a minute, those tires on the car, even though they are six years old, they've only been on the car for five years. Because it takes about a year from the time the tire's made till it's put on the car. Most tires that we put on your car are already six months to a year old. So those tires haven't even been on your car. So do we go from six to seven? And then do we, do we have cars and light trucks in one category? Then we have performance cars in the other, the Corvettes, the Turbos, uh, the, the, the Porsches, the, you know, the real rocket ship cars, that high-performance Mustang, that high-performance Camaro, the high-performance Corvette, all those high-performance cars. And then we got trucks, and we got 19.5 tires and 22.5 tires. And the 22.5 tires are typically what you see on the big trucks on the freeway. So you have all this dynamics and all these different kinds of tires. But I think the gist of, of what we want you to take away from this show is this. If you have passenger car tires, we both agree that you should start planning on replacing your tires if they're six years old. But let me tell you, most tires last about 40 or 50,000 miles. So the average person drives 15,000 miles a year. So in reality, those tires are going to be cycled out. If you drive 15,000 miles a year, you're probably going to put a new set of tires on about every three years, maybe every four years. So the six-year obsolescence idea won't even affect you. What we're really talking about is retired folks and people who drive between 2,000 miles a year and 5,000 miles a year. And there is a huge population of those people out there. So many of you won't even be affected by this. However, you may because you may pull into a repair shop and they're changing your oil and they tell you that you have tires on there that are six years old and they give you a price for new tires and they suggest to you in the strongest of fashion that you need to get those old tires off your car. That's not going to happen at my shop. My number is six to seven years old. My number on RVs is I'm not touching your seven-year-old RV tires because RV tires are a completely different animal and studies have showed complete to me that at seven years you are at at greater risk and and then of course on a passenger car tire ten years you are at a greater risk the fact of the matter is is that people are dying every day with tire blowouts you see it on the news the tire blew out crossed the median hit a big truck the truck did this the truck did that the, the car did this the car did that though that happens all the time 
what we're trying to do is is we're trying to just educate you but there's going to be a lot of people in our industry that are going to try to take advantage of this and scare you so i think what i want to be a part of is the educational process i want you to know what we think and what all the different camps think and what all the different because some of the car manufacturers it disturbs me that the car makers are going to put a six-year expiration in the owner's manual and i'll tell you why that disturbs me first of all the tire is not guaranteed 100 percent like your alternator is if you have a six-year alternator life or six-year warranty on your alternator then if the alternator fails at five years and 11 months you get a new alternator period if your tire has a six-year life on it and it fails at five years whatever we've denied you on the tread is what the credit is so if we've left 10 percent of the tread on there then you get 10 percent off your new tires because you have to pay for the miles you got and we're going to refund you on a credit for the miles you didn't get so it's prorated so I really object to the tire people or the car makers telling us that the tires are going to expire at six years without a more of an explanation so they're saying they're not going to warranty the tires and you can see how self-serving that is it's self-serving because they're going to put in the owner's manual that says your tires expire at six years you need to get new ones well that way you they're hoping you're not going to sue them when your tire blows at six years and one month or six years and six months or seven years or whatever it's all about litigation is all what this whole tire issue is but there's some experts that I trust experts that have been one expert that I trust has been with Michelin virtually all of his life and he's a design engineer and he he's an expert about the construction of a tire and how it's supposed to be made and when, where they cut corners and they they don't wrap the belts twice they only wrap them once and they use this kind of belt or that kind of belt or this kind of vulcanized rubber or this kind of this he's just really really technical when it comes to that so a lot of times when I have a decision to make I call John and I say to John what do you do on your tires what do you do on your kids tires what do you do on your mother's well first of all you love your mother right you love your wife yeah okay good what do you do on your mother's and wife's cars that's what I'm interested in so that's what it really becomes 602-508-0960 if you have a quick question we got about six minutes until the end of the show so you can grab a line real quick and jump right in Gil will answer the phone and he'll tell me in my ear that you're on the line but tires is an important issue I can respect discount tire because early on they recognized that no one was going to make a decision so discount tire said we are not and they put it on their website we're not going to touch we're not going to rotate we're not going to balance we're not going to do anything to a tire that's 10 years old we want you to understand that you are at tremendous risk with a 10 year old tire so they've taken a position and I've copied that if you have a 10 year old tire then my shop is not going to do any kind of tire work on your tire at all we're going to tell you about it and we're going to give you a price for four tires and we're going to send you out the door knowledgeable you now know that you're ten years old you know that we are concerned for you and you have a number hopefully you'll shop the number that's fine with me I'm going to give you a number you write your check for this amount of money for your tires and I want you to call Price Club and I want you to call Costco and I want you to call S&S and I want you to call everybody else because that's what it's all about. I really care about you. It's not really about you buying four tires for me. Tim, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Uh, unfortunately, I got hit with a, uh, a downburst here and I just got out of it, so I missed most of your program. Um, but I'm interested in knowing one question. There's so many tires out there made in China 
are there any tires that you can trust that are made in China these days? You know, I I am I am uh, I think I can speak for half of our industry that that yes we are concerned, and I think I can speak for half of our industry that we're doing our best not to sell a tire that's made in China. But you know, I'll give you a good example. My number one tire is a Toyo, and of course many of them are made in Japan. But then the majority of the tires that we order are made in Atlanta, Georgia. So it's kind of a, you know, sometimes you get three tires that are made in, in Japan and one tire that's made in Atlanta, Georgia. But it's really the company that, that I'm placing my trust in. And, and, and Toyo is our first-line tire. We, we sell lots of Michelins because people want Michelins no matter what. That's fine. Many of the Michelins are made in Italy. So it's, it's a, it's, it says right on the tire where it's made. There just well, seems to be a difference in overall quality with some of the tires that are coming from China. And and it's very difficult for me to put a tire with a brand I've never heard from on your car and think that that's going to be something that I would want someone to do to my wife or my kids or my grandkids. So well, you I, see all these tires online, and they're Hercules, they're this, they're that, they're this, they're that. I saw one tire was called a, a Nokian, N-O-K-I-A-N, made in Finland. Yeah. Um, there's right. a couple others, Grimax, made in Germany. Yes. But now we're in China. Now we're in Mexico. I mean, gosh, you know, who do you trust anymore? I mean, what's, let me ask you a simple question. What would be the, the least expensive budget tire that would be worth buying to put on your vehicle? No, that's brand, it, it's, brand it's, name. It, nope, it's size generated. There's that, that, the, I'd have to have specific sizes, and I'd have to have my catalog in front of me, so I can't answer that. I can tell you this much. I'm going to sell four of the big brand tires. I'm going to sell four. I don't sell Goodyear tires. I have a personal problem with Goodyear tires. But I sell Michelins. I sell Toyos. I sell BF Goodrich every once in a while when I have to. But I'm not selling a tire. Now, I am putting Hercules on some motorhomes because Hercules has been around for a while, and Hercules does seem to be a big tire, big truck tire. So I tried them on my big truck first, and I've been very happy with the service, and I've had no problems. So I've been selling Hercules, but only in the big truck tire arena, so big motorhomes and big semis. I've only been doing those for about four years, and I've been happy with those. So you wouldn't be happy putting them on a light truck? Uh, no, I, I'm not interested in, in changing what, what we've been successful with. Frankly, a friend of mine in California, I shipped him. He wanted to buy a, a boxcar full of, of Hercules, and I had never heard from him before, so I shipped him. I got him, and I shipped him to him. He told me he's got a truck fleet, and so he, he's in the truck fleet, and, 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 and he's been using these. So I tried him three, four years ago, and I liked him. So far, I've been putting them on, and everybody else has liked them. So i got to run. Thank you very much for your comments. Let me tell you real quick about Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is on Main Street just east of Stapley. They've been serving Mesa since 1970. They have ASE-certified technicians. Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. All you have to do is stop by and talk to Brian and shake his hand, or talk to Thelma, and you'll understand why you are in the salt of the earth. You are in the presence of two people that know right from wrong and that have your interests in front of their own. You just need to meet and shake hands with Brian or Thelma, the owners of Thompson's Auto Repair. So if you're anywhere near, actually anywhere in Mesa, my suggestion is the very best shop in all of Mesa for your, for your car repair needs is called Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing and they've been around since 1970. We'll be back right after this. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.